uh, I was conscious when uh, asked to give a testimony that we we don't preach ourselves but the Lord Jesus Christ and yet we can certainly uh, speak to the, the grace that he has given in our lives and to him be all the glory. Uh, like, like Dr. Beaky, I too was raised in a, a godly home, godly grandparents, godly aunties, uncles, elders, pastors uh, in the north of Scotland. Um, Lord's Day, the Lord's Day, we worship the Lord in his house, family worship, morning and evening, every day, Wednesday night, prayer meetings. Um, I, I was immersed in, in, in the scriptures uh, growing up. From a child, uh, I've known the Holy Scriptures which are able to make one wise unto salvation. And yet, uh, I was blind. I did not see. I, I once was a stranger, as the chain said, to grace and to God, and knew not my danger nor felt my load. Um, I, I would say I had conviction of sin to some degree in my early years. Um, and it, wasn't, it probably was not until my, my upper teen years that I, I really think the Lord worked in me saving. It's, it's hard for me to, to tell. I can't put a time, I can't put a date, I can't put a specific text upon it. I can put a time period. Um, Sometimes looking back, you think, was I saved then? Then why did I do this? I remember a text that after the Lord had worked in me, um, if it is so, why am I thus? Um, if I indeed am a child of God, why is sin? So I think, I think one of the things to bear in mind is that often uh, people who are born and raised in church circles, they're not outwardly rebellious, say, might find it more difficult to put a time on the text, as it were, on their conversion. But there, there were certainly, there certainly were sermons and events that that that, that um, give a, uh, in my mind, a clear indication that this was the time the Lord was working. And I, I remember quite distinctly, actually, 19 February 1999. I said I got a date and a time. I'm not saying. This was it necessarily, but February 1999, I'm about, I'm about 17, 18. It's a communion, Lord's Day, Sabbath morning. It's uh, Alfred McDonald, who preached till he was 95, I think, and died a year or two ago. Um, read John Owen repetitively. Um, he was a powerful preacher in the north of Scotland. And he, he preached on... Um, Son of Solomon, chapter 2, verse 1. I am the rose of Sharon and the lily of the valley. And, and the thing that would make me think that there was something there that day was I, I came out of that service saying to myself, I've seen something today that I've never seen before. And I, I believe the same sweetness, the same scent, if you will, of the fragrance of Christ that I smelled and saw that day I have to this day. But there were, there were other things like the, the death of my grandfather. My grandfather was an elder and in our background the elder would exhort, he would never say he was preaching, but he was exhorting. Um, the, the last time I heard him uh, preach or exhort, he was 
speaking on uh, the words of Joshua, choose you this day whom you will serve, whether the gods on this side or that side of the river. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Now, I, I don't remember anything he said in that sermon now, but, but what struck me then, what struck me a few months later when he died was, I, that was true of him. I, I, he lived the street above, we were in his house almost every day. I remember him sitting down with me and singing Psalm 1, singing Psalm 25. We, we sang these songs together. But he, he was a quiet man, generally. But there was something about his life, this was a reality to him. Christ was real, Christ was precious, he loved God's house, he loved God's day, he loved God's worship, he loved God's people. And his house served the Lord. And, and when he died, and this text in my mind, choose this day whom you will serve, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. I knew my grandfather has something I don't have. And I, and I want the God of my grandfather. And I sought the Lord earnestly, and he, 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 he found me. And, and there's, there's other things to say. I do think I came to a liberty, by the way. Um, I, I believe I was converted before this time. But I came to a liberty in the gospel about a year later. Uh, another large say, communion, Sabbath, morning sermon. Psalm 84, verse 9. Behold, O God, our shield, and look upon the face of thine anointed. And this sermon, in many ways, is a simple one. Look away from me. Lord, look away from me. But behold, O God, our shield. And there's this, there's this agreement. God's coming and saying, Behold, my son. Now, we're so busy beholding ourselves and our sin and our, you know, can I be this or one of the elect. And the Lord's saying, Behold, my son. And suddenly faith comes and says, yes, Lord, behold, O God, our shield, look upon the face of thine anointed. And there's this agreement. And that day I, I saw Christ, I believe, in his glory. Then with the call to the ministry, that's, uh, um, now, you know, my, 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 my testimony is, is, is different to Dr. Beaky's in, in, in some ways. Um, I, I don't think I'm going to say the same thing twice in any you know, and it, because there's, there's so many things that I, I think about or could say. But my, my, my time of conversion wasn't crystal clear in my mind. But I can say, whereas I was blind, now I see. The same for the calling to ministry. It wasn't like this decisive moment, but it was something that built in me from a child. I, I remember in what I think was my lost days, weeping over lost sinners. Um, and feeling this burden for people who didn't know the gospel. And I don't know as far as I know. Um, I mean, of course, I, I had two very godly aunties in Glasgow. Uh, they were, they lived together, they were both spinsters. And, um, they used to, you know, I used to preach in Jonathan. Uh, my dad said I used to take a good hour and a half in the sermon too, so I kept me long. I promise I won't do that today. But, um, but I, I had a sense of, Burden early on, and I, but I could push it away. Um, I came, as Stephen said, to teach in Ontario. I, I met Dr. Beaky in the seminary then, it was 2006-07. Um, I went back to Scotland to teach in our city, Glasgow, in our city, Edinburgh. And, and I just, 
you know, I, I was sort of on the verge of promotion even there. It's a strange analogy, but I felt like I was flying in a spider's web. The more I was trying to get away from this sense of calling to ministry, the more entangled I was becoming in it. I couldn't, I couldn't not. And so, you know, one thing led to another, and I prayed over this, and sought the Lord's guidance. Texts were coming to my mind, certainly, but uh, applied to Puritan Reform in 2010, came there. I, I think the Lord really confirmed that sense of ministry when I began to preach in, in the churches, and maybe even practice preaching as well. Um, so that's that's you know that's my that's my story as it were. Uh, it sounds maybe like a bit of a ramble, but uh, my wanderings all psalmistry is what they have been. O Lord, thou knowest their number. To into thy bottle thou hast put my tears. Are they not in 